Thanks for tuning in to War Cry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Welcome to War Cry Radio Go Be Great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And guess what, guys? I have a special episode. I have my hubbins on the show today, and he's waving like you can see him. (laughs) So without further ado, I want to introduce to you my husband, Leroy Calhoun, and say hey, babe. Hey, babe. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Today's episode is dedicated to the entrepreneur woman or man, whichever one. And so we're going to be talking today about the dynamics of marriage and entrepreneurship. So, babe, Leroy, Mr. Calhoun, tell us who you are and where you're from. So I am Leroy Calhoun. I am from Roanoke, Virginia, originally been in Richmond for a little while. Awesome. 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 This is my husband, y'all. This is my baby. <laughs> so tell us a little known fun fact about yourself. Guys, you know know how we do here on the show. I want to know something fun, a fun fact that not too many people know about. Uh, and because this is my husband, I will be forced to share something if he doesn't share anything good. So my first response was, little known fun fact is I have no fun facts. <laughs> However, since I just got threatened. Uh, <clears throat> really don't know that I have a little known fun fact. If you know me, you will know that I like to have fun. Um, But I guess it would be clean fun. I like to have fun. I don't want to do a bunch of craziness, but I just like to have fun. So I'm going to give a fun fact about him. He can actually sing very well. And you guys know, I've talked about this a trillion times. When people say on the show that they like to sing, I always say, hey, listen, I cannot carry a tune. So I will live through your singing vicariously. So I love his singing. So that is a little known fun fact about him. So Leroy, continuing on, tell us about your professional life or your nine to five, traditional nine to five or a entrepreneur. So, uh, I think that would be a very special question since I am the husband of an entrepreneur. I guess I'll have to say both. I do work a traditional nine to five. However, um, I am not what I would call an immediate entrepreneur. However, I support my wife who is an entrepreneur. Awesome. And tell us who your wife is again. My wife is Karina Calhoun. (laughs) I know we're being goofy guys. Sorry. Not sorry. So... Babe, tell us what role do you play in the success of Warcry? So you guys know uh, we own and operate Warcry Consulting Solutions, Warcry Radio Go Be Great. And so I'd like to know, I'd like for you to tell the audience what role you play in the success of this of this organization. So since it's an interview, I guess I will have to answer it in the way that only I would answer a question. So, um, I am the behind the scenes guy. I am, if you're watching a TV show, I'm that other side. I'm the one who's operating the camera. I'm the one who's making sure that um, IT is working correctly. I'm the one who's saying, okay, 
let's go get what we need or hey i have an idea i'm the one that's being bounced off of and also um i also so all that said i'm the support role additionally if i have an idea i share it i always like to make sure that things are fleshed out because i believe it's better to have someone um tear something apart before you go out and produce something that you think is great and it really is not and so guys you know it's really important that if you have that spouse that is supportive um you guys very seldom hear from my husband but understand and know that he is extremely um important to the success of everything that you see done on the outside literally anything that's needed for the company any equipment any any supplies anything that's needed i go to him or he actually comes to me and say this is you know and we'll say this is what you need and he reach researches out the best possible product the best possible answer whatever it is that we need he does all of the behind the scenes things so um, that's really important when you have a a project or a business, some type of entrepreneur, entrepreneurship role that you have. If you have that support person, lean on them heavily. I understand, you know, he, he does work a nine to five job, but at the end of the day, we are each other's support system. So what, um, babe, what was your first thought when I approached you about entrepreneurship? this I'm interested in hearing because I don't think we ever really discussed this <laughs> we have not and uh, ideally my response will not get me in trouble later <laughs> so my first thought is this probably sounds crazy but I always have two first thoughts so just being completely honest or as some people say keeping it 100 um I have two first thoughts. So my first thought is, okay, this is something new. How do we handle it and approach it? And my second first thought is, really, who am I dealing with this? Who am I dealing with in this thing as we handle it and approach it? Um, basically, what is a person's reputation? And so, honestly, with most people, I would say, okay, is this something that they're going to be able to carry out? How will they handle this? And um, what role do I play in it? Secondly, with my wife, honestly, I do trust my wife and I say all the time, and it's kind of a weird feeling to say this in that I will recommend my wife for things because I actually have respect for the quality that she brings to whatever she does. Therefore, I will say, hey, she can do this. Not because she's my wife and I support her because it's probably the thing to do, but it's because this individual is actually a quality, as, as I would say, product. And therefore, she gets my support and she happens to be my wife on the side. Not wife on the side, but additionally. <laughs> That's a really good answer. That's going to get you lots of points. Lots of points. I love that. I don't, like I said, we've never really discussed that. So that's very interesting. And I, I really appreciate the fact that you trust me and you trust me enough to recommend me to other people. That says a lot, you know, being on social media, I hear a lot of people saying that they don't have the support of their spouse. Um, I've been in groups where people have said their family members 
know of their products and services that they offer, but they go to other outside sources and don't come to them. And I think a lot of that also has to do with that trust factor that's there. They may not trust you to complete that product or service the way that they need or want it done. And to hear your own spouse say, I trust you enough to recommend you out is really amazing. It helps you to run further. It helps you to run faster. It helps you really to keep going. Could I elaborate on that? Absolutely. So, in elaborating further, um, in our conversations, I think we've both agreed that I have a tendency to try to be even keeled on things. And I will look at both sides on things almost to the point where it's almost a stalemate in me making a decision on it. And so, as a human being, of course, I would have a bias towards people. For instance, if my child were to produce a product or my close friend or family member, I would support them and say, okay, this is good. And if I recommend them to people, yes, I would recommend them if they are of a certain level to outside people. Additionally, I would recommend them with the knowledge of my support or a caveat like, okay, they're really good at this. However, watch this area. If you're really looking for this, you may need to go somewhere else, but their strength is this. My child, hey, they're really good at this or hey, give them a try. And then I'm going to back them far more than I would somewhere else. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. So what message would you share with other spouses, particularly husbands for their wives who are, uh, who are aspiring entrepreneurs? You know, again, and I, I keep talking about this because this is a constant uh, conversation that I see where um, entrepreneurs and because my, my audience is typically women, I keep addressing women. Um, but by no means, you know, am I biased or anything like that in that I don't think uh, there are men entrepreneurs or great men entrepreneurs. But for the for the husbands, if you could address, you know, what message would you share with the spouses so that they know how to better um, support their their aspiring entrepreneurs? So what I would say personally is that if. Your spouse is an aspiring entrepreneur. My first thought is you need two things that I would highly recommend. You can go without them, but they're what I would recommend. So number one would be practicality. Um, You should be willing to look that person square in the face and address the issue. Number one, what you're trying to do, is it reasonable? Is it something that you can do? What are the requirements to it? Have you thought this out? Will you think this out? Are you a person who is a big picture thinker? Do you leave out details? How committed are you to this? Uh, How will this affect our resources? What's the long-term goal? All of these things you need to be looking at. Um, Additionally, if you can't bring that to them or bring someone to your spouse who will address these things and it be heard. Um, You can't just say things and it not be heard. You need a voice that is received. So if you say things and you know that your spouse is going to bounce right off your spouse, find somebody that it won't bounce from. Um, Secondly, which is first, um, I'll just say the politically correct version of you should have faith. Um, so the non-PC version, which is me, would be Christ. 
I believe in Christ. I believe that um, God has said many times in the word how he has brought people together. Um, in Proverbs 18, he said that he who finds a good wife finds a good thing in the favor of the Lord. So therefore, if you take the scriptures that God has, and if you believe them, if you say them, if you have made them apply to your life, then you can say that, hey, you know what? This is the person he's given me. Now, they may have some flaws in this area, but if I build them up, if I say, all right, Lord, so this is our business. This is what the goal is. Father, you said you'll bless the works of our hands. Then therefore, we're going to bless this. We're going to start praying for this thing that if they are weak in an area, which everybody's weak in some area, then we expect God to be covering that area, not just because not just covering it just because he's God, but because we say, you know what, Father, this we commit to you. And so because we commit it to you, you will support it. So we thank you for making the weak areas strong and the strong areas even stronger. And you said that you desire for us to be able to build your kingdom. So therefore, we receive what's required for the kingdom to be built. That includes good communication between each other. Um, you can have a strong business and you can have little tiffs between each other and, you know, rip everything apart behind the scenes. So you need to be able to look at the whole picture. I love that. You know, and tell us, obviously, I know the answer to this question, but how often do you pray for this business? And um, do you do you incorporate your spouse, me, in that prayer? So I would say, based on looking at the questions that I have provided for me, that ain't on there. <laughs> However, um, I so again, we just established the fact that I believe in faith. So therefore, um, I believe that it says you are to pray with all supplication, that you should be essentially continually in prayer. So I pray with my wife, um, being as honest as I can be, not as often as I would like to, but it is regular. It is, I would say, probably daily. Um, I then pray on my own time for my wife. I I, I thank God for um, the business, for what she's doing. And then honestly, um, when you have a business, you also need to consider what is its purpose? Is it just so that I can have uh, money and be rich? Is it to be, um, is it says in the Bible, blessed to be a blessing? If you look at it as blessed to be a blessing, you say, all right, well, I have this business. Am I going to get a check from it? Yes. But am I going to change someone else's life? Yes. Then God is absolutely going to be for it to prosper. And you need to be reminding yourself of that on a regular basis. Um, so to actually go back and answer the question, I pray regularly. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That was a great, great, uh, great answer. I love how you expounded on that, because I think people need to understand that it's not a throw it up against the wall and see if it stick kind of thing. It takes dedication behind the scenes, um, even just doing these episodes, just doing a podcast, running a podcast. It takes dedication behind the scenes. It takes work. There's frustrations every single day, um, every single week, every single month, every single year. But it's how you team up with your spouse and really push through as that singular, singular unit to get through to the end. And I think one of the other important things that you brought out is the fact that, you know, 
what is the purpose behind your business? We've talked about that, folks. You know, just really what is your idea of success? Yes, you want to make money at the end of the day, but also what is your idea of success? Because once you really lay that out, once you blueprint that out, you know, that is what's going to keep you going. That's what's going to give you that benchmark. And then you're able to make those milestones. So, um, what we're going to do now is take a quick break. And when we come back, Leroy, I want to ask you, how do you adjust to add color to my dreams? And I know this sounds very one-sided as to what you're doing for me and how you do this for me and how you do that for me. But as the main entrepreneur in the family, I want folks to really see what it's like to have support from someone that is not just a friend, not just a family member, but your actual spouse. You know, how you get that spousal support from your from your significant other so that you're able to push through. And so how do you adjust adjust to add colors to my dreams? And do you feel that I do the same for you in your career? So we want to flip it a little bit. So when we come back, Leroy is going to answer that question. So we'll see you back in a few seconds, guys. This episode was brought to you by Z Cuts, a multicultural unisex salon who has been serving clients in Richmond, Virginia for over 10 years. If you're tired of cheap, botched cuts and overpriced, mediocre styles, then their stylists and barbers will wow you with both skill and affordability. Call today for Z Cuts first time client special and receive 50% off of your next cut and 20% off of color. Their number is 804 658 3634. Again, that number is 804-658-3634. Z-Cuts, which is an upscale and affordable experience, is located at 8023 West Broad Street in Richmond, Virginia. You can find them online at zcutsrva.com. That's Z-K-U-T-S-R-V-A.com. Okay, so we're back and I just asked Leroy, how do you adjust to add color to my dreams? He's making faces, guys. (laughs) How do you adjust to add color to my dreams? And do you feel that I do the same for you in your career? Um, so I'm a big kid. He really is. Y'all, we play all the time. We play probably entirely too much. I don't think we've really reached maturity yet. <laughs> so I think the answer to the question is, you know, like I said, I'm a big kid. And I think the bottom line is like, can you live your life? So <clears throat> the desire is to enjoy life. So I adjust to make life more enjoyable and, um, the other part of the question is, do I feel that she does the same for me? So I'll ask, I have a tendency to go back to front. So um, does she do the same for me? I actually trust her to do things. She goes above and beyond for me, no matter what. So yes, I feel that she adds color to my dreams in my career um, abundantly. Um, So I guess to clarify that, for me, I adjust in the sense of 
what is it that brings equality to life? For instance, um, I know it's not 1954. However, my wife will, um, if she's home and has time, she likes to cook and have dinner waiting for me when I come home, even though I may not be hungry at the time. And it's like, it is a gift. It is a blessing to say, hey, I want to do something good for my husband. And I find that phenomenal. Um, not that I can't cook for myself. Um, but And he cooks very well, guys. So that that is not the case. He cooks extremely well. So, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so I adjust by, okay, I will get food. Or um, one of the things that I do say is, um, how does that affect me? Or what do you want from me? And that needs to be clarified in the sense that it is a very direct question of, in what you're doing, how will that affect me? Do I need to fall back? Do I need to do more things in an area will i be needing to um cook dinner more often will i be needing to wash clothes more often clean the house up will i need to travel with you am i going to buy supplies do research i need to know um you know it says in the bible you know write the vision so that they can run so i need to know what i need to do so that i can get started on doing it um and that is how i add color to her dreams and you know sometimes it may be I just need to listen to her and, and not provide a solution, but just say, okay, all right, that was a good idea. Or, okay, and then, you know, leave it at that. So whatever it is, I want to be able to respond appropriately. And, you know, one of the things, guys, that he says to me when I come to him with something, he'll say, what does that have to do with me? And he, he kind of mentioned that in his response. And I just want you to know that, you know, when you say that to the other person, be prepared to answer fully and thoroughly, because the way he asks me that when he does ask me, it does sound abrupt and it sounds very um, straightforward. But I know the intent behind it. It's not he's not being selfish. He's not being rude. He's not you know being sarcastic or anything like that. He's literally wanting to know what do I like he said he write the vision so that he can run with it. He's literally, it's almost like you can see him in a stance ready to take what you have to say and then just like moving with it. And so that is the idea. That is the thought process that you really have to have, whether you are the spouse that is supporting, you know, the entrepreneur in your family, or you are the entrepreneur that is looking to, to really stabilize that support from your spouse be able to and so when he says that to me i guess this is the point that i'm making when he says that to me that means i need to be able to articulate that vision very well that means i need to be able to make it so that not only does he hear the vision but he can actually see it to run with it so it has to be in a way that people around you understand it. You know, we have this thought process that, well, if I just say this, they'll understand and everything is fine. Not so much. You know, we as entrepreneurs, we're creative and we're able to see things, but we have to really be able to draw it out so that others know exactly what we're saying without the thought of they can read our mind. As, as close as my husband and I are, to one another in a lot of a lot of cases a lot of instances we can finish each other's sentences we try to not do that but we can but at the same time we don't want to just assume that 
you know, if I'm saying something, if I'm trying to articulate a vision to him, I don't want to assume that he's got it and he's just going to run with it. He wants to make sure that when he runs with it, or if he has a vision and I'm running with it, that we have a complete, full and total vision and that we only run one time. And, I, and that that is the key to this partnership of being married and running a business. You only want to run one time, if at all possible. So when that spouse asks you, what does it have to do with me? Make sure you're being articulate, and then the person that's listening, make sure you listen with intent to get all of the details. And I would like to add to that. Um, you know, I think that goes back to praying for your spouse, because just like she said, she literally finished my sentence. Every thought that I had to add to that to clarify, she clarified. Um, it does sound very harsh. It is not a statement that I would recommend to anyone without finding a way to explain it out, because you could get a smack for that. <laughs> So um, I don't smack him, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, it, it is my heart to run with, like, how can I better serve you? Because I do believe that, like, if you have something and you're requesting me to help you, how can I make you better? And um, I just I, I think that the most direct thing is for me to best serve you, because if I give you something that you don't want, then it's double work. Absolutely. And that and that's, you know, again, that's the key. You only want to do it one time. You only want to run once. And so that double work communication is key. Being in a marriage, communication is key. But then when you add to that the stressor of having a business, communication is doubly key. So you don't want to assume anything in either one of those institutions, okay? Whether it's marriage or entrepreneurship, you want to have that communication wide open, okay? So, babe, why do you why do you choose to support and, and encourage my entrepreneurship? And I I ask this question because again, I get a lot of commentary on social media, folks, you know, messaging me, things like that. People are not getting the support that they feel like they need and want to really be successful in what they're doing. And so I believe even though folks are married, I believe you should support one another, especially if it's something that's going to further the marriage, further the family dynamics, whatever it is. But everybody doesn't support everybody. And so everybody doesn't feel like they need to support everybody. I have family members that have said, you know, my spouse d would not support me in that. They chose literally to not support me in that. So for me, that's baffling because I don't experience that. So I'm, you know, me being far removed from that, it's like, wait, what? What do you mean? And so I, I have to now come to the realization that, you know, you really have a choice to support me in this. So why do you choose to support and encourage my entrepreneurship? Well, it's a two-part thing. Um, there's honestly a lot of different answers I could give. Uh, where one, if you go down, I go down. Um, if you go up, I go up. But that's really a good question. I just want greatness. So I like to see people do great. And if there's something I can help do, then I want to do that. Additionally, um, I think with you, 
as in I think with other people non-biasedly there's some people who are not salesmen so they are not people who are adept at selling a dream and when they say something and it sells it then I appreciate it more there's some people who could you know they say you could sell ice to an Eskimo all right so that means they can sell something really really bad and to anybody and it'll just like blind their eyes to it but you know when you show me something hey i thought this out this is my plan this is what i'm doing this is how it's going to benefit then i run with it and you know since i guess we probably can't use names but like i look at there's two current businesses that are competing side by side one um will say reminds you of an old sailor in a cartoon and the other one <laughs> reminds you of well something different but they, they both have the same product um and one of them um they are known for not so much their product but the quality behind the product and then the old sailor has a good product but they're not known for the quality behind the product so mm-hmm when you go to the one who we have not named they you say okay what are you offering me besides this okay your product is actually very good but you're offering me customer service you're offering me a sense of peace when i come into your uh, dining area when i'm there you have thought about me so you make the process as quick and painless as possible you tend to have endless endlessly long lines but they are incredibly fast when you get in there and the service is always excellent. It's it's like you've put me above yourself. But then when you go to the sailor, there is a good product, but do I walk away feeling better than fulfilled or do I feel like I just got some food and gave somebody my money? So when I see that, that makes me want to push the dream. I love it. I absolutely love it. So I want to ask you, how has this journey helped transform you personally? So where it's helped transform me personally is one of the biggest things is I stop and think I'm not always known for that, but I will try to stop and think more so with like, okay, what is your goal? What is your plan? And I always have this thing of like, I do not want to fail. So I will stop when I'm in the process of doing something and say, Hey, let me stop and reassess. Is this what you want? Is this what you need? So I don't know that that's necessarily changed me, but um, I guess to truly answer the question, you going out and pursuing a dream and then me going along with you and helping, that's helped me to pray in a different area. That's helped me to push something and to have faith and to have expectations in those areas. So that's something totally different and different. Okay, awesome. I love it. Um, and then I have two more questions that I want to ask. Okay. The The next one is, how have you managed your own fears while on this journey, if you've had any? And how do you intentionally support me through my own fears? You know, a lot of times people think, oh, they're going out there fearlessly. And he just talked about that. You know, you're going out there, you're you're running and you have this goal, you have this dream, you have this vision. But there is a true fear that comes up now. Not getting stuck in that fear is key. But there are little pieces of fear that. So there are little pieces of fear that can 
pop up and try to get you off track. So I'm not saying, you know, that we're to just stay in that fear, but there is a true fear that can potentially pop up. So my question to you, babe, is how have you managed your own fears, if you've had any, while on this journey? And do you, how do you intentionally support me through my own fears? So with me being Leroy, I will give you a Leroy answer. <laughs> okay. So, we want to hear this. So I go by the scripture, God has not given us a spirit of fear of um, love, joy, and a sound mind. Um, now, that's not a perfect translation of the scripture, but in my belief, I believe that when I have the opportunity to be afraid or have a fear, it's not actually mine, but it's an it's an option. It's something offered to me. And so therefore, <clears throat> therefore when I get concerned or um, have the opportunity to be afraid, I try to step back and I will say, okay, this is what I'm supposed to have. We are actually supposed to be blessed. Um, we are supposed to have um, just a, a, a normal thing. We're supposed to have finances. God is a provider, so we're supposed to have enough to pay our bills. We're supposed to have um, enough to be a blessing. It says we're blessed to be a blessing. So therefore, my response to that personal fear that many people fear is, well, what happens to our finances? Okay. How much is, is this going to cost? What do we need? And, and then my response would be like, okay, God, you said that you provide for us. So we thank you that you've given us enough for this need. And then you will take care of these things. So I, I actively reject the fear with faith. Um, and then how do I intentionally support you through your own fears? I do those things. You know, I pray, I, um, handle it in that situation but honestly the only real answer that can be provided is listen and thankfully i have a really good wife in a sense that um i listen to her i listen for what her fears are i will talk to her which in this case would be you and discuss it and find out what the detail is and honestly um i recently was introduced to active listening, which is where you actually listen to the person and you don't try to have a conversation as in, well, this is what I was thinking or interject my points, but you also listen to a person, you hear them out, and then you try and flesh out what they're saying because some people communicate extremely well. I am not a perfect communicator, so sometimes I need help in getting the, the ideas and thoughts completely out. So step one would be to listen to your spouse find out what's going on find out what they're trying to tell you and then deal with that situation and not like for instance an example would be oh honey i want to be an entrepreneur okay this is why i want to be an entrepreneur how much is this going to cost us we can't afford to do that okay so that would be a rebuttal and not actually listening to your spouse as opposed to Hey, I want to be an entrepreneur. Okay. All right. So what do you want to do? Why do you want to do it? How much is it going to cost? What plan do you have for the, the cost? And what do we need to do from here? So you're actually listening to the person, working with the person, helping them to work through it. And then you can go forward together because you, you may find out in listening to the person that they haven't thought it out well, and they really shouldn't do it, or they've really thought it out a lot better than you thought, and they should do it. And it's going to help you more than you thought. So it's there's benefits to it. So. 
Awesome. I love it. You know, and one of the things that he talked about as far as, you know, the fear piece of it, and we've we've gone through this. If you look and listen to some of the previous episodes, we've talked about fear and how to combat fear. And fear, he's placed that fear, you know, underneath faith. You have faith more than you have fear. Um, you replace that that faith, that fear with faith. And a piece of that is actually, and we talked about this, bringing in the missing information that's needed. Because a lot of times when that fear comes up, it's just because you have some missing information there. You need to be able to have everything laid out. Now, you're not, you're not going to have 100% of the answers right there for you. But if you can get as close to 100% as you can, that fear begins to negate itself because you have the answers to what's coming up, that doubt. So, babe, the last question that I want to ask, um, and this is, you know, however you want to end this, how do, how to, if you could give insight and perspective on how to support your your spouse, um, that would be great. And maybe some places where it may be difficult, what they can do to help them do it better, if that question makes sense. So, basically, your insight and perspective on how to support their spouse, and I know you've given a, a ton of jewels and gems, a lot of insight already, but just to close this out, what do you give at this point? Okay, so I find myself kind of caught in between on the question. I think a little bit of it got past me, but my first thought is we're talking about like faith in helping your spouse along. So part of that is not just in my opinion and the way I handle it is you don't just go to God in a time of need as in like, oh, hey, God, I need something. But you need to establish that trust, that faith through uh, communion or fellowship, spending time with God. So if you just spend, you know, a couple of 30 second times a day, like, hey, God, you know, you're with me you're for us. Thank you for my spouse. You know, yeah, she may not wash her feet every day. I wash my feet, y'all. Don't listen to <laughs> I wash my feet. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a vague example. But I mean, like, you know, she may not wash her feet every day, but she loves me. And I could have somebody who doesn't love me. So, you know, you, you look at the benefits and you just you just look at the good and put out the bad. And even if you see the bad, you say, OK, well, that bad is there. But this is the good that needs to replace it. And you start to look at it from that perspective. Um, could you repeat the question for me one more time? Absolutely. So the question is, um, share with uh, spouses how to what your insight and perspective is on how to support their spouse. And, you know, like I said, I know that there may be some difficult situations in there. You know, how it can be difficult. We know that. We get that. But share your insight and perspective on it. Yeah, I mean, just build them up. And I mean, they're they're the person that's closest to you. And you know their weak points. Either they're going to bring them up to you or you're aware of them. And just work to make them strong points. And just know that the better your spouse is, the better you are. I mean, that's not why you're doing it, but you're still going to get the benefit in the end. So help them. Um, and we just, we communicate regularly. Um, we talk all the time, y'all, about everything. <laughs> and it's just, 
just have fun and just start to assess yourself. Look at like, you know, are you always serious? Okay, that can be good if it's helpful or you know, maybe loosen up a little bit. Just stop and assess things and just have fun and see how you can enjoy living this life together. I love it. I love it. So, babe, how was your first episode with Work Ride Radio? Go be great. Interesting. It, it was interesting. <laughs> so, guys, this this episode, this was our first episode together, and we really wanted to pull out the dynamics of marriage and entrepreneurship. And so this is actually the first episode. We're going to have a second follow up coming up in the coming weeks. We don't have a date just yet, but we will be talking a little bit more. We'll go more in depth. Um, as it relates to marriage and entrepreneurship. So thank you guys for joining us. I hope you received some valuable gems, some valuable jewels, some knowledge, wisdom, how to really move forward in your marriage and your business. Babe, you have any last words you want to say? No. It'll be great. So I guess what else I would like to say? What else I would like to say is... He's laughing, y'all. Just, you know, he's he's the funny guy. Yeah, sometimes I laugh when nothing's really funny yet. But anyway, I guess what I would say is, is just don't be afraid to dream big. Dream big and you may fail, but you dream big and then you can find another way to get to your goal. So just keep going. Awesome. I love it, guys. So tune in for another great episode and thank you for joining us and we will see you on the flip side. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on Warcry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Warcry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our featured guests. My goal with bringing on future guests is to bring additional value for you. Okay. So just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.